Hey everybody, after editing this episode, I noticed that there is some crackling in my audio during several parts of this recording. So I just wanted to warn you about that and say that the, there's not really anything I can do about that here in post. And to give you a warning that that means that this week and while I have listened to next week, probably parts of that as well might have crackling audio. That's because we record in blocks of two. The good news is that sometime next week, I should be receiving my new microphone, and ideally that should fix the problem for the coming future. I also haven't noticed any such crackling in more more recent work that I've checked it, but just in case, that's what's going on. Alright, sorry about that, and thank you all for listening. Hello and welcome to Unoriginals, a journey through the Disney Channel original movies in order. My name is Zach. And I'm David. And today, David and I watched Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire from October of 2000. We sure did. Uh, I mean, we sure did! Bleh! Bleh! It's the spooky time! It is spooky Halloween time! It's Halloween in March! I mean, it's the perfect time, it's you know, like Christmas in July, Halloween in March. There it's is a horror movie the called natural order. Of yeah, things. there's a there's a horror movie called Leprechaun, so surely it counts. Yeah, I think I yeah. think that works. Yeah, I don't see why. Makes not. sense to me. I think so. I guess I should. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, you, I, you I insist. Oh, <laughs> thank you for inviting me. Yes, I invite um, you I think to go first. That, uh, <laughs> I would like to invite you uh-huh. to give us a little rundown of what this movie is well, about. Well, that's what I was going to say I should do anyway, so I'd be happy to. Um, kids suck. Mm-hmm. There's a vampire who dates the children's mm-hmm. mom and wants mm-hmm. to suck her blood. Bleh. Mm-hmm. There's also a vampire hunter who is totally tangential and does not matter to the plot. Nope, until the very end nope. where he stops the vampire, but that's it. But not really. Mom mm-hmm. really stops the vampire. Mm-hmm. And um, so the kid stops the va- they They realize that the person that she's dating is a vampire. Mm-hmm. So they try to stop him from doing st- vampire stuff and sucking her blood. Blah, blah, blah. And then they do. And then the movie's over with the vampire in the coffin going, Happy Halloween! <laughs> Not a joke. That does happen. It does. It was good. I think I hit all the major plot points. Pretty much, yeah. This this is this is a film in the same vein as if you haven't listened to our episode on it, you should. Um, the that one mummy movie. What was it called? It was called uh, Under Wraps. Uh, Under Wraps. Yeah. yeah. This is a movie in the same vein as Under Wraps, where they have like a conce- They have like a monster. And they want mm-hmm. to do a comedy movie with that monster. And then they just so they put the monster in a bunch of different situations with a person. Pretty much, Except yeah. In this case, is a vampire. Who wants to date kids' mom. Well, he wants to suck he her wants... blood. Blah. Blah, blah. Yeah. But there's not much to it more than that. They go to a restaurant. or, or the The first gag is that he can't enter the the house, uh, the, yeah. the house yeah cuz he wants he needs to be invited in mm-hmm. then the next gag is that he's in a restaurant and the little younger kid um baby baby brother 8 year old saw mm-hmm. him turn into a rubber halloween store bat so he believes him to be a vampire mm-hmm. so he while he's on a date with their mom they all go to the restaurant and they go in, and the kid's convinced that he's a vampire, and the they, they want the kid, the, the younger brother, to not ruin her date, uh, the mom's date, because they've been, because the main kid and his older sister have been grounded, but older sister has a date, and main character, middle child, wants to go to a concert, so they need her to stay on the date. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, the they need to go stop their younger brother from ruining the date by complaining about how he's a the, the 
guy that their mom is on a date with is a vampire. So they do the spoon test, which is not a vampire test, but it's the vampires can't stick a spoon to their nose is the idea. Yeah. So he sticks a spoon to his nose and says, I'm not a vampire, look. But then, well, as they're leaving, the middle kid, the main character kid, sees that he doesn't have a reflection in a mirror. Mm-hmm. Which just sets off a bunch of wacky circumstances where the main kid and the sister go to follow their mom and the vampire to a rockabilly dance club where the mom used to sing. And the um, Halloween fair and then the vampire's abode and uh, there's there's so little Mm -hmm. the adults are really good the the adults are really funny they're doing a good job and Hilda from Sabrina the Teenage Witch the sitcom uh, is the mom yeah she does great she does great the the jokes are really hit or miss. I don't know if you want to weigh in on that, Freeman, but... I, I'd agree with that. They're either really funny or just not at all. Yeah, they're, they're and... not even like you you groan about how bad they are. They're just bad. Mm-hmm. Because, like, bad jokes can be good, but yeah. these are just bad. Well, because there's the gag of, he bought a car. Mm-hmm. I bet it was red. It's not a you know, joke because blood, blood vampire. Red. Yeah, it's not even a joke. But the joke of your wolf's bane, which is what the name of the vampire was on a like an instant, on his email. Yeah, like his email because it is because all the good vampire names were taken by, by teenagers. teenagers. <laughs> which, which that's genuinely a, a funny joke. joke. Yeah, that's a good joke. But. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of any other good intended jokes. The adults are are acting their butts off in this film. Mm-hmm. They're trying so hard in a film that doesn't deserve it. No, not at all. But I don't think that this movie is as bad as you think it is. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's... Eh. I, I also don't think that the kids did that bad of a job. Like oh, I thought I they were they fine. poorly. I really don't think so. I mean, the the little kid, the like the youngest one, for being a small child, he's not too bad. He's not great, but you know, well, he's, he's a little kid. He's playing an annoying character, a character I think who is annoying on purpose. Right, and that always peeves me. The Makes sense. the uh, I think they got better as the film went on. Mm-hmm. The actors, the child actors, but I think they started really not so great right and the extras the the extra child actors Mm -hmm. they were abysmal they didn't act they didn't do anything with their face they just said the lines flat right which is pretty bad i would argue yeah and then there was this there was the whole weird bit of like like the kind of redemption arc thing of the older older kid of like, oh, I'm sorry, and family's really important, but they played <laughs> this like really heartfelt music over it, but it made it seem like it was just a bit instead was... of actually being serious. <laughs> well, and also because it was like a one-off thing that he did earlier in the film that you never had to come back to. Mm-hmm. But they felt it, it could have been a one-line joke later. And instead, they tried to make it this, like, big, heartfelt moment that they, A, didn't earn, B, didn't set up really at all. Right. And C, was just kind of, like, creepy prior to that. I'll, I'll take your long pause there as a uh, agreement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's not really a whole lot to say. This movie is just, honestly, it's disappointing more than anything. Yeah, because it, it could have been much better, and it, it, it seems like it's something that was something that they wanted to make a series out of, but they couldn't find enough to make a series, but they developed enough that they wanted to do something with it. Well, and apparently this one is also based on a book. Is it? Yeah, it sets so right at the beginning. Hmm. I must have missed that. This this film 
it does some interesting... It, it has some interesting effects, is what something that I'll say. The vampire mm-hmm. effects, other than, like, the teeth, where they leave them in for the all the scenes that the vampire is being a full-on vampire. Which means that he can't pronounce words quite right. Which is funny. But mm-hmm. the effects of the vampire moving quickly from place to place on this budget, I think, is pretty good. Now, they would have yeah. been better if they didn't blow, like, a bunch of money on making the entire end of the film slow motion. But uh, they, they weren't bad. Yeah, there is also bad, one line in this movie that's the best line in the film. Hands down. Which is? Come to Papa. <laughs> Said like and that. The, the best part is that they the they were trying to foreshadow that Van Helsing is actually the vampire, but as yeah. soon as you talk to them for more than a minute in the movie, you know which one is which. Yep. But before then, they're trying to make it seem like he's the bad guy. Yeah, they're trying to. Well, we don't know that he's Van Helsing at that point either. He's just a no. dude in a trench coat and a hat. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they're trying to foreshadow that. Um, the guy that she runs into in the supermarket may not be the vampire or the person that she was supposed to meet when she was there and that the guy in the trench coat and the hat is the vampire. But, like, as soon as mm-hmm. you start talking to him, he's like, oh, yeah, my name's whatever. It's Hungarian or Romanian. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's Dimitri. Apparently he's Finnish. Is that they're going to ship him to Finland? I guess. Oh, no, I figured out why they were shipping him to Finland. Why are they shipping him to Finland? So remember, so you know how he said we'll ship him to the South Pole, and then about halfway through the year we'll ship him up to Finland. Oh, because it gets because they're warm? shipping him to where it's one hundred percent day. Ah, uh, throughout the year, yeah, they're shipping him to where it's day the entire year, or the for uh, the whole day. Right, where the sun never sets until the sun sets and never rises. That's such a bad joke. It took me this long to get it. Mm-hmm. Why do we do this to ourselves? This film's not even bad. It's just a, a puzzle to me. I mean, I'm looking through the IMDb trivia right now. Yeah, if, you, if you'd like to know some no, of the No, I'd love trivia. to. I'd love to. Well, so Dimitri and Lynette go to a restaurant called Renfield's. That's right. Uh, Renfield is Dracula's crazy bug-eating sidekick, apparently. That's which right. I didn't know yeah, that, but that's, that's kind of cool. the book. Uh, when they follow their mother to the restaurant downtown, the children walk her under a movie theater marquee. One of the two movies listed are The Lost Boys from 1986, the plot movie. of which has the mother of two children dating a vampire. There are similar scenes in which they try to trick the vampire into revealing himself at dinner. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, something that it puts in here is, you know, the last name of the character of the vampire hunter being Van Helsing. It is a reference is to Dracula. A reference to Dracula. Yeah. Which the vampire hunter is Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, I mean... I feel like that's common knowledge, but I guess it's not. Yeah. And they play it straight. Um, mm-hmm. Despite the fact that they're like Bela Lugosi Dracula posters and stuff. So After the film premiered in 2000, Disney Channel received many complaints about a shot in which Dimitri licks his lips while looking at the family dog, presuming he has an interest in feasting on it. The shot was removed from subsequent airs. Yeah, in fact, there's not even a dog in our version. No. That's interesting. So that's kind of cool. That would have been a good shot to have in. Yeah, because it would have been really funny. That would have been quite funny. <laughs> I'm going well, to David, eat your dog. Blank. I'm sure that with this, you're also probably uh-huh. wondering, what else did they do? You know, I I am, to some degree. Um, okay. Are any of them in Kingdom Hearts? Not this time. Uh, I know. It's a real bummer, because I bad. love it when that happens. Darn. So, first off, we have Charles Shaughnessy who is the vampire, Dimitri Donatos. Um, Was he in Sabrina the Teenage Witch or The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Was he in the old one or the new one? Yeah. I think think he's in a lot... I think he's acting against someone that he knows how to act against. Mm -hmm. They have good chemistry, him Mm -hmm. and uh, and Hilda. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say he's in the original. You're correct. He is in the original, and he actually does date a character that Aunt Hilda dates in the series. He he does play one of those characters? Yes, he plays James Hexton, okay. as well as Alec. Yeah. He plays two characters in the same wow. show. Wow. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, because they're I, twins, I think. 
pretty sure. That could be. I don't know. She ends up dating one of them. Yeah, that makes sense. They have chemistry, so it makes sense yeah, that they just pulled great. someone that she already had chemistry with. No, they're really funny in a lot of scenes as well. Well, here's the thing. It's actually vice versa. Um, this was filmed before the episodes that he was in of Sabrina. What? Yeah. Okay, so they must have seen this, the people on Sabrina, and said, ah, uh-huh. yeah, them. And said, ah, oh, he's pretty cool. Yeah, or she brought him in. Mm-hmm. Which is possible as well. But, I mean, they have chemistry. The spoon scene is basically between the two of them. That's quite funny. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have Matt O'Leary, who is Adam Hansen, the older kid. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I pointed out he looks very familiar to me, and I found he out why. familiar to you, yeah. Uh, was he in Inhumans or Spy Kids 2? Inhumans being the... Um... The, uh... The, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spin-off yeah, series. Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spin-off show with Black Bolt and everyone. Yeah. I think you mean Black Agar Boltagon, but... I do mean... Well, I, I wasn't gonna out him with his full name <laughs> on a podcast. You only know his full name because I told you. I know, and it's so good, and I love and it. It's a good name. It's a bad name, which makes it so good. I think... I, I think I have to say that he was in Spy Kids too. You're right. He's in Spy Kids 2. Yeah. Uh, he is Gary Giggles, so he's also technically in Spy Kids 3. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Well, he's, I guess. Um, I th- he's like the little girl's older brother. Like, the, the opposing Spy Kids. I haven't seen Spy Kids I'm in a long sure. time, any of them. I haven't either, but I'm pretty sure that's All it. All I know is that God stays in heaven because he fears what we <laughs> create, what he created. Uh-huh. Uh, and then last, but certainly not least, we have Miles Jeffrey. Uh, who, who plays, plays Taylor Hansen, the little oh, kid. Oh, the little kid. The little, little kid. Now, Miles this Jeffrey, one's... you said? Miles Jeffrey, yeah. Huh. So, was he in Face Off or Stepsister from Planet Weird? I want to take your face off. <laughs> now, I don't know what your Face Off came out. I think 2001, maybe. No. No, when did Face Off come out? 1997. This kid isn't... Oh, he would be like... Five or six in that. There is a little brother in... He's in Stepsister from Planet Weird. Final answer? Absolutely. You're correct, he is in Stepsister from Planet Weird. Yeah. He is also in Face Off, but he is in Stepsister from Planet Weird. Yeah, I I was considering that he might have been in both. Mm-hmm. He plays Michael Archer in Face Off, which I'm assuming I, is the small child. All I know is that I wouldn't take his face off. off. Yeah. Um, and then in Stepsister from Planet Weird, he, he plays, plays Trevor Larson. Brother, yeah. yeah. Um, I did also notice that there is someone from Phantom of the Megaplex who just stayed on set and filmed this one as well. Oh, yeah. I guess. I'm pretty sure. Um, hang on, let me let me try and find. How it how close sure do you think those two movies are going to be? This one and the next one. Oh, very similar. You think they're going to be basically the same? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, pretty sure it was Boomer. Who's? Or no, 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 it's not Boomer. Um, it's the little kid that uh, Adam is friends with. Is the friend kid name? Duffy? Duffy. Uh that kid, I want to say Duffy. That, that kid was the worst offender of the bad actors, though. Oh, yeah, terrible. Like, no, everyone else is, like, passable, because you get a pass because you're a kid. Mm-hmm. But he's just not even acting. Like, he's not even trying. Is it There's no effort being put in there. It might be Victor? I'm not sure. Victor! I'm, I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it at this point, because he literally looks like the exact same person. In It is the... I, Victor! Because I can just see it in the promo shot of Mom's Got to Date, uh, or not Mom's Got to Date with the Vampire, Phantom of the Megaplex, because I'm, I'm looking at it on Disney+, Plus, like the, the, the splash screen when you first pick the movie. Phantom of the Megaplex is there. Just looks just like it. This one. Inside my mind. It's not that one. I'm going to cut me singing that, because that's going to make people upset. I might get DMCA'd for that. Oh yeah, it was it was really close. Yeah, to the it original, was perfect. So. I wish we were watching that. I wish we had just watched that. I guess is it this guy? You can't Am even figure wrong? it out. 
Am I just oh, entirely no. wrong and it's not the same person? Because oh, it that looks would like be the blessing. exact same person. That would actually be a blessing, though. I really want it to be, though. Head of the Megaplex has the stepsister from Planet Weird, right? In it, I think so. Was it her? It's one of them. No, it's not her. It's the girlfriend from the other me. Is who it was. Phantom of the Megaplex. I don't regret for for everyone's knowledge. Just to sort of date this episode, we normally record our episodes pretty late at night. Mm-hmm. We're not recording this too late. This is like midday for me, more or less. It's like late afternoon. So I'm a little toned down, I think. I guess maybe it's not the same person. But, like, I feel less strongly about this film than I might have if we watched it later. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, I don't feel like it wasted my evening. No, because it's just I I don't feel like I'm, I don't feel like this movie was punishment. I I feel like it was just nothing. I, I feel like I'm ready to watch the next one now. Oh, me too. Um, th- this episode isn't anywhere near long enough, so let's talk about the Paw Patrol. <laughs> I don't I have anything we, to talk about. I don't, Paw yeah, I was about to say, I think we all got, I think we got everything out of Paw Patrol that we possibly could. You think so? You think so? I think we did. I think we're uh, all drained out on Paw Patrol. You know what? Is there any note on there? As what, 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 words are hard. Any trivia on the IMDb about what video game he's playing? Um, one shot? I didn't see it. I don't no. think there is. Nah. I mean, you can check on Wikipedia, but I don't I'm think desperately so. trying to find things to talk about. It didn't even look like he was playing a video game, though. He was just sitting he, there watching he was, the screen. It was like, he wasn't it was doing like a computer anything. game. No, he had the keyboard in his lap. Ah, okay. I mean, we what's can just start... This, what's the name of this movie? Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. I couldn't find it. There's, There's literally... There's literally nothing on this page. Mm-hmm. It's very... There's very little information here. And it yeah, says, see also, vampire film. Mm-hmm. Which it is, I guess. It is indeed um, a vampire I, film. I think this is something that's very important to note. Mm-hmm. Um, so, IMDB has, like, user lists on the right side of, like, lists that yeah. this movie is on of people that have made. Okay. Um, one of them that it's on is movies that are just all right, and I think that sums up this movie. <laughs> it, it really does. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the reviews of this film real quick. There are 576 five star reviews of this film. Yeah. Let's see. It's got I... a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb. User reviews. I want to take a look at these. There's only 19 user reviews. Oh, what about some goofs? Are there any 10 stars? Dimitri claims that his last name, Donatos, is either a Roman or Bulgarian last name. Mm-hmm. He is wrong because Donatos is actually a Greek last name. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, here we go. 10 out of 10. Um, warning spoilers user review. Mm-hmm. From Spike Buff, which is... <laughs> Do I need to explain that one? That's a, that's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, we're, we were the vampire brings yeah. it up. All the teenagers stole the yeah. good vampire names. Yeah, that's a no. I'm saying that's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer name. Spike is a vampire, and the buff presumably is buff. Um, I saw this movie last year on the Disney Channel. This isn't. This is from 2005. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw this movie last year on the Disney Channel. I think it was shown in October on Halloween or the day before Halloween, and I liked this movie and thought it was funny, though it did contain a few shocks. It stars oh, Carolyn Ree, who played Aunt Zelda in the TV show Sabrina the Teenage Witch, mm-hmm. as a single divorced mother of three children, and the two oldest children fix her up on a date, but soon realize that she may have accidentally, or they may have accidentally set her up on a date with a vampire played by Charles Shaughnessy, who played Mr. Sheffield in the sitcom The Nanny. All right. Mm-hmm. And a help with a vampire hunter played by Robert Carradine? That's not Robert Carradine, right? The Vampire uh, Hunter? That's not Robert Carradine, I, is it? I don't think so. Let me look, is that Robert Carradine, who's an actual actor? I don't actor, think so, but Freeman? I'll check. I need you to look for me. I don't know. Let me check. I'm working look, on it. Look, I would Jeez. like to see this movie yeah, that's put Robert on DVD. Carradine. That's Robert Carradine? He's like an actual actor. Yeah, he's, he's like, in Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, he's in Revenge of the Lizzie Nerds. McGuire. Yeah, um... Yeah, Lizzie McGuire. Shark yeah. versus Terra Dacu- Well, of course, versus Terracuda. 
well, famously, Dang- Django Unchained, Freeman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He He's like an actual actor. He, uh... Yeah. He, uh... <laughs> he, he was on Bonanza. Sure was. I, I, I only know him because the Carradines are like a, um... Or like a... A dynasty... Mm-hmm. Of sorts, like his brother is famous. I think I think like several of his brothers are famous. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So that was a review. There's only three five star reviews, by the way. Mm. The the next one is from the first of December two thousand one. Oh, I feel a little bad making fun of this one. Oh no. I'm a fa- I am a fan of Disney movies. So first of all, that's one of the big reasons I liked it. Also, Matthew O'Leary is my favorite actor, and I'm a big, big, big fan of him. Is that the middle child? I think so. Even though he is a recently new hit. I have also seen his new movie, Domestic Disturbance. His no, acting no, Ma- is... Matthew O'Leary is the main child. Yeah, that's what I thought. The middle child, yeah. His no, acting no, no, is awesome. He's the older child? Or yeah, middle. he's, he's yeah, the middle you know, child, yes. You're right, you're right. His acting is awesome, and I think he has a long and exciting career awaiting him. Because he is very talented. He made all his movies and shows actually fun to watch. Mom's Got a Date, dot dot, was really fun and interesting, and I taped it. Domestic Disturbance really did make me get to the edge of my seat. Very intense. I will be buying it when it comes out on tape slash VHS. I hope someday I can be an actress. So good job, Matt, and the rest of the cast in Mom's Got a Date. I loved the movie. Chrissy, 14 years old, Florida, and then a smiley face with the one of those like smiley faces that's like a carrot and then a line and then another carrot. Mm-hmm. I feel bad making fun of Chrissy here. I'm not making fun of you, Chrissy. I think that I, I hope you're an actress now, Chrissy. You're um, you were 14 in 2001. Don't know how old you are now. I hope I hope things are good for you, Chrissy. Wait. So yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at the reviews as well, and I, I don't think yeah. this is real. At all. But okay. I'm going to read this anyways. Okay. Uh, so this is a 9 out of 10 star review, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, titled, Hi, it's Laura Vandervoort, and I played Chelsea Hansen in Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. No! And this is from January 4th of 2002. Okay, yeah. Hi, my name is Laura Vandervoort, and I played Chelsea Hansen in the movie all right, M-G-A-D-W-A-V. I had such okay. an amazing time working on the movie, and it was the most incredible experience for me to meet Carolyn Ree and Charles... S. Matt O'Leary, who played Adam, is such a talented actor, and it was a complete pleasure to work with him before he moved on to domestic disturbance. That's one Charles sentence. Charles S. is Charles Shaughnessy. I think so, but that's all one sentence. Okay. Uh, everyone got along so very well on the set, and it was an incredible atmosphere to be in. The producer and director were great as well as the crew members. I feel I learned a lot from that experience. It has been a great response to the movie, and I have some had some great people write to me after watching the movie and some of my other shows. I hope that everyone who sees this movie enjoys it for the family fun, which it so very much is. Thanks a lot. Sincerely, Laura D. Vandervoort. I think that could be real. I I don't want it to now, be real. I, now, I think it's real because it's 2002, mm-hmm. right? And this, she doesn't go on to really do anything, right? And she didn't really come from doing anything. No, oh, I don't think so. Why don't you look at everyone when you do these? Why, who Who is that? Because I already looked at her. Segments. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Uh, so you don't think she does anything, and you don't think that she did anything before this, and which means that she's probably just a normal kid. Mm-hmm. She was just a normal teenager at the time of this being made. Mm-hmm. So like a year later, it kind of makes sense, you know? Oh, I lied. She goes on to do some stuff. Oh, what does she go on to do, Freeman? Um, She's in Handmaid's Tale. Uh, she's oh in God. Jigsaw. The, the recent one? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, continue. Just those two? Pretty much. Yeah. She's in Smallville. She's in Smallville. As Supergirl. As Supergirl? Freeman! (laughs) How did you miss this? I don't know. So, yeah. You know, I honestly think that's real, Freeman. I don't know. I I think it could be real. It's from 2002. Oh, and then she's in the Supergirl TV series, just not as Supergirl. Yeah, no, I know that there's a reference that she plays someone else in the Supergirl show. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't... Freeman. What? What the heck? 
I'm sorry. Yeah. This movie is apparently in the list um, best movies of 2000. Yeah, also, don't really watch alone list. light horror. Uh huh. Also, I forgot the final 10 star review. 10 out of 10. This is from the 11th of December 2020. Mm hmm. Really very entertaining. Nice scenario. Great actors. Above what can be expected of a Disney TV movie. <laughs> no. Now, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna hard disagree with that, and, uh, that's because we came into this with expectations that were the bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. I used to explain, okay, and maybe people don't know this, maybe people haven't watched our first few episodes, or listened to our first few episodes, and are only listening now, mm-hmm. so only started listening forward, but we used to specify that we were, the way we were rating was not based upon a theatrical release, mm-hmm. but based upon what one can expect from a Disney Channel original movie. Yep. With 10 being, I would see this in theaters and not be mad. Yep. And I think that we have shifted that scale some. If Slightly, I'm but not by a lot. I think it has shifted as to, uh, I think with our Johnny Tsunamis, I think Johnny Tsunami still are only 10 out of 10. Yes, it is. That that movie is actually just legitimately good. It's a great movie, and I think it skews the data to some degree mm-hmm. by being as good as it is. I guess because I think we're rating everything with a ten being a Johnny Tsunami and a zero being that movie that we gave a zero. I don't think we gave a movie. A zero. I gave a movie. There's a zero. one with a point five, but not a zero. Yeah, that that sorry, the movie that I <laughs> gave a zero that we collectively yeah, up, up and away. Yeah. awful. Yeah, up up and away was our point. Was that one? Yeah, 0. 0.5 that and a 1.5, giving it a total okay. score of a 1 out of 10. No, I thought we had one even lower than that. I gave another film a 0. No, that's the lowest one, I promise. All right, all right. You have the document open, I'm sure. I do. But I, I think we're rating it on a scale now of that one being the worst and Johnny Tsunami being the best. Mm-hmm. And the reality is the majority of these films fall right in the middle. Yeah. That none of them are more than I expect, but there's a I, lot I, that are I, worse than I was th- than I was hoping for. Y- exactly, I'm always we're, you and I are always hoping for the next Johnny Tsunami. Mm-hmm. We go into every movie hoping that it's a Johnny Tsunami or a Horse Sense. Oh, not Horse Sense. sense. Um, not Horse uh, Sense. No, no, no. Um, ready to run. Ready to run. We're hope we we go in hoping that it's a Johnny Tsunami or Ready to Run. And we're hoping that it's not a can maybe, of worms. Maybe even just a nice little Halloween town, you know? Yeah, I, I take a Halloween town, yeah. We're, we're hoping it's not an up, up, and away, or a can of worms, or a uh, whatever one. You lucky dog, a brink. Down there, yeah. You lucky dog, brink. We're hoping it's not those. And apparently brink is relatively beloved. I guess or at least so. Or at least I it don't is get it. remembered. I mean, yeah. so Xenon, but I still don't get it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Brink is at least remembered. I don't know if it's liked, but it's remembered. And the reality is is that none of them really have ambition. Mm-hmm. And it's the ambitious ones that hit so low or so high. Mm-hmm. Most of them know what they are, so they fall right down the middle. They're just so unambitious that you know they don't do anything bad they don't do anything good right and i you know it's it's hard to talk about films like that it really mm-hmm. is because there's not really Which a whole is, lot to yeah. talk about no there, but there's good things to talk about in this film I, we did talk about it. the special effects are good yeah the special effects are what really are. not half the only, bad the only bad special effect is him turning into a bat but they only do we that forgot. once which is good we forgot something, though. What did we forget? We forgot that he straight up David Bowie Goblin Kings up a oh, wall. Oh, you're right. Oh, that so happens. He gets kicked out of a rockabilly bar. So mm-hmm. his answer isn't. We don't know how he gets back inside. He walks up to the wall, uh-huh. looks it up and down, and then puts a foot on it, and then David Bowie straight up walks vertically along the wall. Like mm-hmm. it's the ground, like in like in the uh, what is that labyrinth? Yeah, yeah. 
I, I never want to say Labyrinth because I always think it's Pan's Labyrinth that I'm thinking about. Nope, just Labyrinth. Which are two very different movies. One of them has eyes on hands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so they're pretty close. I mean, yeah. Yeah. One of them is about the uh, Spanish Civil War and is actually a really deep story by Guillermo del Toro and the other one has David Bowie. So again, close. Close, yeah. I, I'm... I'm begging, I'm pleading for Phantom of the Megaplex to be good or bad. Even if it's an abysmal watch, you know, I'm going to oh, take it. Oh, I, I have a feeling it's just going to be mediocre. The 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 prob- Another problem with these mediocre ones is that the main characters are just jerks. Mm-hmm. They're not fun to watch, they're just mean, and they're mean-spirited. And what they do is in poor taste, or is just mean-spirited. Mm-hmm. Unless the story is about them learning a mis- the lesson. And I think that we're in this... I-, I think that these movies probably get better the more recent we get. Oh, I know they get better. They they must, right? And I think that part of that is because they run out of these one-note things that they can do. Mm-hmm. We, we're in a run of these, right? So you have your Quince, you have the other me... Um, and you have this film, and what they are is someone going, uh, just pitching like one word, mm-hmm. clone, quintuplets, vampire, and then they write a script around that. Is what it really yeah, feels much. like. Pretty much. Yeah. And like, so it's really one note. And I think that as soon as we get out of these, they're gonna really get a lot better. But the thing is, Be- it, it doesn't really ever stop being that with these movies. I think they have to get more creative later. I don't think they get more creative. I just think the writing gets slightly better. Because the thing is, if I am mm. if I look at the list of these movies, right? Yeah. Um, let's, next is Phantom let's of the Megaplex. To like, right, next is Phantom of the Megaplex. But I'm going to scroll to like, yeah. let's see here, like 2005, right? This is five okay, years yeah. later. Yeah. Um, we have... Let's see. Life is rough. I'm assuming that's a movie that's about a dog, dog movie. That's absolutely that. Um, that is almost certainly someone getting turned into a dog. Twitches, twin witches. That's it. Twin witches. Yeah, twitches. Um, I know. Twitches. High School Musical. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. It's a musical is that in from high 05? school. That's two. That's oh six. Oh six. Um. Let's see here. Uh, from oh five is Buffalo Dreams. <laughs> um. Now you see it is also an oh five set. Has something to do with magic. That's a magic. Uh. Yeah. Go figure. That one's about figure skating. Yeah. Um. Read it and weep books. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Return to Halloween Town. It's just yeah. Halloween Town. Jump well, in is about double we... dutch jump yeah. rope. Uh, Johnny Coppola back on board is about skateboarding. Yeah. Twitches like two they're... is about two more twin witches. Uh, Minute Men is time travel. <laughs> camp Rock is literally a rock camp. They just yeah. do the same thing. It's just that the writing gets better. It, that you know, honestly, must be it. But I think that it might be that they're picking things that are less like threadbare. mm Hmm. Because historically, those sound a lot of those are sports movies. Yes. And the thing is that the movies that we've watched, other than Brink, the sports movies have been up there. Yeah, they haven't been too bad. Rip Girls was Rip Girls not was great. A, was not great, but, but it was better than this. It was better. Johnny Capahala, or not Johnny Capahala, Johnny Tsunami is a skiing movie. Mm-hmm. And, and snowboarding. It's, ama- it, it's amazing. And it's snowboarding, you're right. Snowboarding movie, it's great. Um, Genius Alley Cat was a Strike hot... is a bowling yeah, movie that Strike counts. Was, was yeah, I I don't know what we rated that though. Uh, five, five. Yeah, it was good. I mm-hmm. I mean, this movie. I think you want to get into ratings on this one. I think so. Okay. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll I'll go first. Okay. Um, so Freeman, out of out of ten, mm-hmm. how many cloves of garlic do you give this movie? I give this gotta, one. Yeah. It will three, keep the vampires. Three away. cloves of garlic. Three ah, cloves ah, of garlic. Ah. Ah, ah, ah. I don't know. I just you, this yeah. movie is it's not spectacular. It's not bad, but it's not great yeah. either. It's it's just average. It, there's some good stuff. Like some of the writing is pretty funny. There's a couple of good jokes. The visual yeah. effects aren't half bad. But overall, like I'm just gonna forget this one because it's just generic vampire movie. So this I, I don't disagree with you, is what mm-hmm. I'll start with, right? I don't disagree with your criticisms. I disagree with your rating. Really? 
I think it's I think it's a flip flop because we we t- and usually this is you saying mm-hmm. this to me. And I think it'll be interesting because you said at the beginning that you don't think that you disliked this as much as I did. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna rate it higher than you. Really? Yeah. I don't disagree with anything you said. I agree with everything you said. Mm-hmm. I think you got it spot on. I think a three is harsh. Really? I think a three is too low. I think this is a solid five. I think this is an epitome of a five film. Film. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's fine. I'm not going to remember it as soon as we start watching Phantom of the Megaplex because I'm going right. to be singing Phantom. It, it's, it is to me just a middle of the road. It's fine. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with this film. There's some stuff that's out of place that must have been from like an earlier draft. Right. Or it's from the book and they wanted to fit that in, but they couldn't figure out how to fit it in, so they just kind of threw it in there. Right. I But I think that the good bits are really good and the bad bits aren't that bad. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. I, I think it's just so average that it needs the most average score. Makes sense to me. That rounds it out to a four. Yep, four out of ten. Which actually puts it lower than some of our other movies that we think are super average. Uh, yeah, it puts it lower right. than Alley Cat Strike. It puts it lower um, than Genius, I think. Puts it lower than Horse Sense. Horse Sense, yeah. Uh, let's see, Genius. No, it's still above Genius. Genius is a three point seven five. All right. Uh, it does put it lower than Smart House. Mm-hmm. Um, as w- it it's uh, to, ranked to me the- evenly with Xenon. I think that's unfair to this movie. I think that's fair. Okay. I, well, we I won't, think we won't, we won't right. litigate these scores. You shouldn't change your score. I'm not no, gonna I'm not going to. Score. If I really wanted to, I could have rated it a six to spite you and made it a higher <laughs> score. So it doesn't. It, it's fine. Um, I think that just about <laughs> wraps it up. No, no. Here's something to talk about though, Freeman. We gotta we gotta uh-huh. place this in the universe. You're right. And that okay. actually, I think, will get pretty interesting because we know Halloween Town exists, right? Right. So he doesn't want to be in Halloween Town. That's why yeah. he's not there. So, but here's the question: Was he a never in mm-hmm. Halloween Town, mm-hmm. or B did he escape Halloween Town? I don't think he was ever in Halloween Town because Halloween Town is where okay. all the good monsters are, and you he clearly like, wants yeah. to harm humanity. Yeah, he's he is an evil monster. Mm-hmm. You're right. I, I think that he has never gone to Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he wants to. I don't, no, I mean, he can't now. I, yeah, but, you know. Yeah. So, does that imply that there are still monsters? Well, we kind of already knew that there were still monsters, because there were mermaids, right? Right, there are mermaids. And why else would Van Helsing even be who he is if there wasn't more than one vampire? And that's the, that's what I'm going to say, is that that implies that there is a large, con- or at least sizable, contingent of vampires that continue to do evil mm-hmm. in the human world despite the existence and laws of Halloween Town. Yeah. Van Hel- do you think Van Helsing is aware of Halloween Town? I think he is. Um he I think he's a, aware he's of a, Halloween he, Town yeah. and he's he doesn't necessarily like work with them, but he he's not necessarily like recognized, you know what I mean? I think that he is in fact a witch. Mhm. Or a child of a witch who does not warlock. have magical powers. Yeah, warlock. Who does not have magical powers, making him not a warlock. Mm-hmm. I think that he, like is suggested in Halloween Town, is a child of a Halloween Town resident and mm-hmm. a mortal human, a um, witch. Mm-hmm. Because while we have speculated in the past that people who can talk to horses and people who can talk to psychically linked to dogs right. are... and people who can psychically sense the desire of a horse to win a race mm-hmm. are, you know, of dilute Halloween town blood. Right. Of a monster, right? Their par- their direct parent is a Halloween town monster. Right. But have, have they have that blood run flowing through their veins. But presumably because those monsters would always be what they are, they just inherit those powers, right? Mm-hmm. But we know that witches will lose their powers if they do not train on their, what, 16th birthday, I think 16th it was? 16th birthday, yeah. Yeah. So he didn't train. So he has no magic. Mm-hmm. But he has a connection to Halloween Town. 
Right. He he knows of it at least. He must. And and yeah. <laughs> there are rogue vampires. Yeah. These are the stories of the brave men and women who stop them. Dun dun. Dun dun dun. Oh, I was going for a Law and Order thing. Uh, I know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, this is definitely think... post founding of Halloween Town. Well, it's, it's I mean, like obviously, modern I... day at least. Yeah, we've said it before, or I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. What time does this take place? It takes place in two thousand. It can't happen any other time. Timeline. Yeah. I know we were going timeline at the beginning, but it's kind of moot. We're just kind of just talking about world lines I and mean... how things connect. This one could potentially exist at a time outside of 2000, but like it's not going to wow. exist more than like five or six years upwards. Of and what it is. it's irrelevant when it happens. Right. Nothing that happens here impacts anything else. No. So we might as well presume that it happens in 2000. Right. There's no reason to think it doesn't. Um. Yeah, so do you have anything else you want to say about this film? Not... Really? Anything at all? I don't think so. It, yeah, me neither. It just it is what it is. I don't know. It's right, it's yeah, a vampire gonna... movie made by Disney. It's not great, yep. but it it's, it's fine. Fine. I wouldn't recommend it, but I wouldn't not recommend it. If you are if it's if it's October, mm-hmm. if you want to watch like a corny month, Halloween movie, or if you not just a bad need something to put on in the background, yeah, not a bad choice. I wouldn't watch this movie i want to like sit down and watch this film with like a no you're gonna be disappointed popcorn. if you sit down and watch yeah it. you're just gonna be kind of sad i would just put it on in the background while you do other things if you want like a not scary but kind of funny mm-hmm. monster themed movie there's yeah. better options for it like nightmare before christmas you could watch that instead sure. um i don't really like nightmare before christmas we've talked about that on the podcast no but like as like a background noise Kind of oh, as a background I mean. noise, absolutely. Much I, better I think option. that if you really want one, though, if you really want to put this one on, put it on as background noise in October. Or if you're insistent on watching a Disney movie in October, watch Under Wraps or Halloween Town. <laughs> you can't watch Under Wraps very easily. No, but you can watch it, and it's much you better. Can. Wait, they just put it on Disney Plus, didn't they? Did after they? After we watched it. Did they? I'm I thought they that. put it on there after we watched it. I don't think they did, but let me look. I thought we were talking about it. I could be wrong. While no, you look, it's not on Disney oh, Plus. Okay, I thought I thought we had discussed that they did that. Nope. Nope. Okay. So, yeah, we're gonna do our wrap up mm-hmm. now. But there's something we want to address in our wrap up. Mm-hmm. We generally sit here and we say at the end, "Hey, please give us five stars." And this is not a complaint about it, but this is an understanding. Mm-hmm. That about the premise of the show that I want to make totally clear to everyone. Because we've gotten some responses that say, oh, I'd love it if you guys reviewed more recent ones. We're going to get there, I promise. We're going to get there. We promise. The goal of the podcast is not to just, you know, throw darts at the wall and find and pick the most popular um, Disney podcast or Disney channel originals. If we wanted to do that, our first we would have done that already. Yeah, we'd have done Descendants first. Mm-hmm. Gone with Descendants and High School Musical, High School and, Musical and Camp Rock. Watched Halloween Lemonade Town for a mouth. Halloween special. Exactly. The goal isn't to just watch those films and talk about them. The goal is to sort of document how we got there. Mm-hmm. The goal is to watch all of them in order. Mm-hmm. So when we get to your Camp Rocks, and your sweet life movie descendants and your sweet life wizards movie. of waverly place wizardly waverly place movie yeah we appreciate them more mm-hmm. because we know where we're coming from mm-hmm. and because they're leagues better than any of these oh yeah i just wanted to make that clear just in case it wasn't clear i think we we talked about it in our earlier episodes but we haven't mm-hmm. said it in a while so i want to make sure that we said it right so wrapping up Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to us on that has a rating system. If it has a rating system, love that. Mm-hmm. If you could raise the five stars or a good or whatever the best rating is, we'd really appreciate it. Helps people find us. If you leave a comment, we read those comments. That's how we know mm-hmm. that people are talking about um, Camp Rock and High School Musical. And we definitely want to and hear your feedback. Absolutely. Um, if it's audio editing, and we've gotten notes about audio editing in the email as well, 
I know. I'm not an audio editor. <laughs> I apologize. I would love to get one someday. Maybe after this tax season, Freeman and I will see about setting up a Patreon to get me a better mic. Yeah. To get us an actual audio editor. It'd be kind of cool. And we'll make some extra content for that. And also, because if we're doing that, I want to make more content. Mm-hmm. So we'll put that money back into the podcast. Any money that you would give us on something like that. Right. We'll goes go right back, to back to the pod- towards this podcast. Back to the podcast. Exactly. But um, that's a little bit of ways away still. So keep your ears open for that in the future. And you don't have to give us any money. We're ad free. Mm-hmm. At least at this point in time. Right. Maybe at some point, but not, not right now. We don't have any plans for that. Right. Because we're doing this for fun. We're not trying to make any money off of it. Mm-hmm. Not right now. Thank you to Twin Musicom for our opening theme. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at UnoriginalsCast. Mm-hmm. You can send us an email with anything that you think. If you don't want to write it in your review, or if you've already given us a review, and you have any thoughts, you have any questions, anything you want to send to us, go ahead and send that to us at unoriginals98 mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Once again, that's unoriginals98 at gmail.com. All this information is also on our our Buzzsprout page as well. It's in the description of every episode. Mm-hmm. If you send us something in there, you are free, feel free to send us any questions. Any questions that we think are good to answer on the podcast, we can and have in the past answered answer those on the podcast. If you have questions about other stuff, any plans we have for the future, we will respond to that email with another email. Mm-hmm. We generally check it about every other week. It's we been a little to. bit less recently, but we, we do keep track of it. We don't get too many emails there, but it's the best way to communicate with us is that or Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I think I covered everything. Is that right? Yeah, it sounds right to me. Normally you do the outro. Right. All right. You can do it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling mm-hmm. good today. It's it's an early it's an early recording day. And we've got one more episode to do before the day is done. So we'll see you next time on the Phantom of the Megaplex. Don't hurt yourself. I've already heard. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>